And here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, we like keeping you connected with what's going on uh, at the State House, uh, but also how in things at the State House impact you in our backyard. And one thing that uh, we've been keeping an eye on is the distribution of vaccines, which we've been administering in the state of Illinois since February 15th. Uh, but Senate Republicans critical of how much of that vaccine has actually gone out. Uh, we're joined now by Illinois Senate Minority Leader Dan McConkie. Uh, Senator, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Tell us about your guys' criticism of the governor. Well, you know, it came to light through the New York Times, actually, of all sources, that they published, you know, comparative how all the different states are doing as far as making sure that vaccines that have been distributed to states on a, on a population basis are actually getting into people's arms. And interestingly enough, you know, a couple of days ago, we looked at this data. We were 44th. Yesterday, we fell to 47th. You know, I've asked the governor multiple times for an explanation on how it is that we could be doing so poorly. And his, you know, his response was, oh, it's Trump's fault. Oh, it's, you know, it's uh, CBS and Walgreens' fault. And at the end of the day, he's still refusing to, A, explain what the problem is, and B, to take any responsibility for it, even though he has managed COVID from the beginning on a go-it-alone approach just by himself. And when I looked at the data and started parsing it out myself from not just the New York Times, which, you know, Illinois underperformed other similar-sized states, uh, at least on data that's a couple of days old, according to the New York Times, but even through the Illinois Department of Public Health, I mean, they've got data there and showing that uh, they've increased the amount uh, daily that they're in delivering the, the doses. Uh, but one thing that did stick out was something that you guys highlighted as well, um, in at least the most recent numbers I saw, only about 26% of the available COVID-19 shots for long-term care residents has been administered uh we've been giving out the shots since december 15th why is that number so low well and that's what we can't get an explanation for really i mean here's the thing half the deaths that have been associated with covid19 in the state have been from long-term care facilities those people who are immunocompromised you are in close living conditions with other sick people and at the end of the day again you know about a quarter of them have been vaccinated i mean it's not like we have to travel all over the state and get these people like in their homes they're in, they're in facilities that the state is working with you, are, you you get shots there you get them into people's arms and you go but again we still have not been able to do that and we still can't get an explanation as to what the big problem is we're talking with senate minority leader um Dan McConkie here on the WMAY morning news feed at 725. Uh, something else, too, that uh, has been reported. Uh, New York had, of course, early on in this, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, eyes on how many people were dying in nursing homes there and the policies that the New York governor implemented. We didn't necessarily have the same types of policies here in Illinois, but we still had, as you mentioned, half of uh, COVID-19 related deaths being in long term care facilities. Uh, and now we're seeing out of New York. York uh, reports that uh, some of the, the deaths in nursing homes may have been underreported by as much as 50%. Do you have concerns that uh, some of the data we've seen over the past year about COVID-19, uh, are, we, are we being told the full truth or should we have like some audits of all of the data that's out there, including those uh, concerning the most vulnerable to COVID-19 long-term care residents? Well, look, I mean, we've obviously gotten things wrong, right, in this process. And so, of course, we should have independent arbiter be able to come in and be able to look at this to make sure that we understand exactly what went wrong. I mean, look, we have the LaSalle Veterans Home fiasco in which we had, I don't know, I'm not even sure what the death count is up to now, but it was so poor. 
by the state in regards to just trying to take care of our disabled veterans, sick and disabled veterans. You know, people weren't using the right hand sanitizer. They were showing up to work even though they had COVID and, you know, being told to go ahead and they were going around the building without masks. I mean, how much of this has been a problem elsewhere as well? And again, this is happening in a state-run facility. I mean, this, this, the, the, the problems, I'm afraid, are not just limited to there, especially given just the bad numbers that we have from so many places. Senator Dan McConkie here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Of course, the House canceled all but one session next month, uh, and they'll be back to take up some rules. And I've been hearing from uh, Republicans and Democrats. They're they're discussing what the rules are going to be to allow for remote uh, voting and other types of uh, uh, rules to possibly allow for committees to hear different bills. What's going on in the the Senate right now? Of course, you're in the super minority uh, with the Republicans, but what do you hope that Democrats and the supermajority in the Senate uh, do to facilitate and foster more bipartisanship? You know, one of the things that we've done recently is is really look at the way in which legislative rules that govern our two chambers uh, compare to other states. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that typically exists in state legislative rules that enable independent, or I should say individual legislators on either side of the aisle to be able to make sure that they can champion legislation that is popular, that their constituents back home want them to champion, even if the Senate president or Speaker of the House or the committee chairman who where that bill may be assigned are, you know, don't, don't like the bill, right? I mean, this is part of what democracy is, is helping make sure that ideas are able to be heard and you have methods to do that. Well, we really don't have that here. And a lot of that, to me, is the ghost of Madigan that is continuing to uh, dominate, if you will, Springfield, even though he's no longer speaker. So I've introduced my own set of rules. I believe that those will be going online today that uh, will, you know, are asking for the Senate Senate president, the Senate Democrats, to really open up the process and be more sort of small-D Democratic so that we're actually functioning better as a democracy than what we have uh, certainly over the last few years, in some respects, over the last few decades. Senator Dan McConkie, the Senate Minority Leader, greatly appreciate you taking time with us this morning. Let's connect again soon, all right? Great. Thanks, Greg.